Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Would you agree that the state should fund IVF for parents, or should I say potential parents, um, who can't have children? Do you believe the state? Simon Harris did say he'd make a fund available two years ago, but it hasn't happened yet. And many people suggest that he should. But other people say, well, hold on for a second. It's not my business as a taxpayer to fund you to have a baby just because you can't have one. And sadly, there are many women that can't have a baby. I mean, the figures are a lot higher than you think they are. Um, who, for whatever reason, can conceive. Or maybe, and by the way, it doesn't necessarily mean there's something wrong with either person, male or female. It could be they may just not be sexually compatible or reproductively comp- compatible. So let me know what you think. Should the state be funding IVF? Do you believe it should be free for couples who are struggling? Because in case you didn't know, it could cost up to about five grand or more for every kind of shot, so to speak. Well, Niall, our taxes fund the construction of council houses for people who can't afford a house. So I don't understand why people are up in arms about using our taxes to fund people who can't afford IVF. Um, I think housing should be a human right and also having a baby should be a human right. So I don't see the issue with it. Um, personally, that's just my two cents anyway. Okay, so he believes because we provide the houses and we pay for everything else, sure, we, well, these other things are human rights and it is a human right to have a baby. I don't know whether it's a human right to have a baby, by the way. I don't think that's part of the Constitution that says you have some sort of right to have a child. Uh, if you can have a child, you can. And sadly, there are many women who can't have children and many men who can't father children. And that's just a fact of life, unfortunately, from a biological point of view. And IVF is expensive. You know, it can cost between three and five thousand euro. Uh, if you want to do it again a couple of years later, that's another three or five thousand euro. And of course, the medication is quite expensive. And the government did say that they would fund it. Um, I read an article in a piece this morning. I'll read it out to you very quickly. We live in a country where, when given a diagnosis of infertility, your ability to have children is entirely dictated by your ability to afford it. If you have, are fortunate enough to have some money to engage uh, in private IVF services in the absence of public funding, your chances of becoming parents are much higher. This is one of the greatest examples of inequality and excess uh, disparity of 2017. The government announced that plans afoot to provide public money for IVF four years on, very little progress has been made. While this time frame may not be significant to the Department of Health. Four years can be detrimental to couples waiting for public funding to begin their IVF journey. Of course, because at some point they get too old for it. In recent years, Ireland has witnessed some landslide changes to law in response to massive campaigns driven by people's desire to fight for what they felt passionate about. Whether you were for or against campaigns, you cannot deny the clear message that people were fighting for. That is the right to choice. We now need to reignite the flame, round up the troops and fight for the right to couples to become parents when faced with infertility and give couples the same equal chances as their European counterparts. And I also got a text in there, by the way, and says, pay for IVF? Sure, why not? Aren't we paying the bill for bumping babies off? Now, obviously, he's been flippant and he's talking about, obviously, the fact that we pay for abortion in this country. So why not pay for people to have babies if we're paying for people to terminate a pregnancy? So today, I want to get your thoughts on state-funded IVF. Uh, Cabinet did approve two million in funding for IVF and fertility treatment and committed to funding a model of care for infertility as part of the public health system, which was due, by the way, to be implemented in 2021. But due to the recent pandemic, little or nothing has actually been done about it. I want to know... 
you know, some people will say that I argue that taxes should not go, or go towards other people to have babies and it's not their responsibility. It's yours if you want to have a baby. I don't think it is a human right, as somebody pointed out earlier on, although maybe he just felt it was. Uh, let me know what you think. The number is 087 Maybe you're in that position, by the way. Maybe you can't have a child and you can't afford it. And you just can't get the money together for IVF. I'd like to hear from you. The number is 087 because people may not understand the frustration of being a woman and particularly being a woman and not be able to give birth to a child. Marion, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Marion? How are you? Good. Marion, do you believe we should be funding IVF? No, uh, I, don't, I don't. It's not a life and death necessity. And like... Um, I would argue that for... And I'm sure couples who can't have children would argue that because the depression that it creates and the mental health problems that it creates if they can't have a child can be life or death. Yes, but uh, I, I was just uh, saying to your researcher there, um, <clears throat> I was reading in the Belfast Telegraph yesterday of um, two patients who were di- misdiagnosed over the phone and dying of cancer as a result of due to the lockdown. And then you're, you were, I'm just looking at headlines of um, the number of cancer cases that may be missed and like will be on death's door. Now, we're confronted with problems like this. And this is going to be the taxpayer. And it's a necessity because of this lockdown, how many people are going to be dying or need necessary treatment. And then IVF is not a life and death situation. You believe it's not necessary? From a physical well, point it, of view. Well, just look look at the lockdown. We're on the No, 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 yeah, I get you. No, I'm, not, I'm not going to disagree with you. What I do you do... want to be growing on trees here, like? Well, it seems to be growing well, on trees. Well, it does. Well, I mean, we well seem for to be... some, but like, uh, it's going... <laughs> it I mean, where's all the reality. money? I mean, where's all the... The Irish government, They, I believe, when when this is over, hopefully soon, uh, the economists reckon 80 billion to the economy. Where do you think we're pulling 80 billion from? So, I mean, if we oh, can pull 80 billion from somewhere... We're going to have to pay it back. I know, but if we can pull it from somewhere, we can get it from somewhere. Surely, even the money the government promised, the few million that they promised, which they haven't, you know, actually come up with, you know, the two million. In the big scheme of things, two million is nothing at the moment. Nothing. Well, we're got, we're so, we were so much in debt with the banking debt that millions don't seem anything anymore. It's gone into billions and trillions at this stage, and we're just boggleized from looking at it. But, like... Um, I'm just looking, I'm just referring to cancer alone. Like, how many patients have deteriorated due to the lockdown? Look at all these cases. The money may grow on trees. By the way, I just, I've come up with an amazing coincidence here. At three grand for IVF, roughly, ballpark, between three and five, anyway. Um, the government, yeah, we'll be expensive enough. Yeah, yeah. okay, the government had promised two million. So if you divide three, two million by three grand, you get 666,066. Um, which is approximately as the other texter texted earlier on how many abortions we had in the country uh, in the previous year. Um, yes, yes. Uh, which, by the way, he points out are funded, and he's obviously pro-life, and that's fine, but he, po- yeah. he points out that they are funded by the state. So his argument is if we're funding people to terminate a pregnancy, why not fund people to have a pregnancy? I know, it's a complete contradiction, isn't it? And it's exactly the same amount of babies, by the way. And another argument I'll put forward to you, there are cases, you know, IVF is very, you know, the treatment itself can be quite harsh on the, the mother and, as you know, even very difficult on a marriage. You can put strain on, on the marriage. Yeah, but that's their else. choice to want to do it. Oh, I know. It? Just let me finish what I was going to say to you. Yeah. Now, there are, as you know, there are women with underlying serious medical conditions that cannot have any more children yes. for medical reasons. Yes. And they can't go through IVF. And those th- those women lose out. You know, with serious yeah, but, medical yeah, but there's conditions, nothing we, yeah, they can't go through Absolutely. IVF. But there's nothing we can but do. But, yeah, but there's nothing we can do about that, Marion. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying to you. Are they not entitled to a child? Like, we no, they're, well, no, they're not. Well, unfortunately, they're not because, unfortunately, that's biologically, exactly they can't. It. No, but unfortunately, biologically, they they physically can't have it. There are some women who physically right. just will never have a child. Yeah. You're realistic. Yeah. But, like, that argument can be used there. Everyone's entitled to a house. Everyone's entitled to a child. But you have to deal with reality. Okay, well, stay there for a second because, Mary, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Mary? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, Mary. I mean, you've gone... Have you gone through IVF already? Yeah, so we went through... We had four sessions of IVF. It took us over seven years. Okay. Um, well, how much did that... Can, can I ask how much that cost overall? Well, our, the first session um, came in at about 20000 Um So this figure of between three and 5000 is way off the mark, so... So, well, I want, so how much? 20,000? 20,000. Oh, my every God. Time, every time you go in, there's a different blood test which has to be paid for. So every time we were going in, it was 850 euros for this test because this count is very low. So, like, we ended up in serious amounts of debt, took out personal loans, family, friends. Everybody contributed. Was it successful in the end? Yes, we have one. I have one child. He Congratulations. Well, um, I would have loved to go on and, and have some more, but people will think that's selfish. You have one, but I would have loved to have more. But of course. Financially, it just you just couldn't afford it. Yeah, you just couldn't, just afford, couldn't it. afford it. No. Now, I know, I know the Harry Clinic in the Rotunda, for example, do have a charity organisation there who do select couples every year, very few, mind you, uh, to help fund. But that's, that's a charity. That's not the same thing as the government funding it. So you believe the government should fund it. So do you, by the way, in relation to what the person said earlier on the message, do you believe it's your human right to have a child? Mary. Um, yes, I do. I do. I, I believe that if, that you should have the choice, that if it is something that you want to do, that you should, and, and money shouldn't be the obstacle, then mm-hmm. you should be able, you absolutely should be able to. I mean, the government are funding unmarried mothers, supporting them, Supporting their children. Well, single parents. Point? I don't think we like using the, 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 the word unmarried parents, mother yeah. anymore. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, single yeah. parents, you're right. Um, you know, so there is, there, is, there is a lot out there that is being given um, that people feel there is a right to. And I would feel very strongly of actually quite a lot of people that I have come in contact with who, who just couldn't afford. So they had one or two attempts. Not everybody's attempt is the same. There are different prices and the processes are different for everybody. Um, but definitely, like our first attempt was 20,000. And then because we went again within the year, the next one was about 5,000. That's, after, uh, that's I, I mean, from the prices I've heard around, Mary, that just seems like a ridiculous amount of money. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's worth it if you want a baby. But I've never heard them that kind of figure. I, the figures I've heard were between three and 5,000. So they'll talk about three and five thousand as an indicative, but what they don't talk about is depending on the tests that come back. Yeah. You know your initial set of tests and your meeting with your consultants and whatever else. Yeah, and it's all privately may, done, obviously as well. Yeah. Yes, and then they may need to. So I'll give you one example. We went in. Firm count was very low, and because it was so low. A blood test had to be sent over to Newcastle, and the cost of that blood test alone was €1,200. But, Mon, could you explain to Marion? Sorry, Marion, you're still there, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, Marion claims, you know, this is not a life-or-death situation. There's more important things to pay for. 
as a woman, uh, a young woman at the time, I'm assuming, Mary, as a young woman who wanted desperately to have a child, when she says it's not life or death, did that have a serious effect on your mental health? Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it's all I could think about. I was, it was all consuming. I knew after our test that it wasn't possible to conceive naturally, so this was our only option. And for us, it was literally selling cars, taking out loans, taking a second job, everything that we could do because there wasn't an avenue to go and seek some financial okay, well, well, I mean, Mary, and you're li- you listen to Mary, and obviously she went through a very stressful time in her life, you know, not only from a financial point of view, taking a second job and et cetera, et cetera, just to, fit, just to you know, borrow money and robbing Peter to pay Jack, uh, just to get money for the IVF. You can see how important it was to her, Mary. I can, and I have friends and cousins who went through IVF, and going through the IVF treatment itself can be mentally tortured. Yeah, of course, yeah, because you could have failures to that as well, yeah. Well, that's exactly it. And um, it's not from lack of understanding here. But what I'm saying, I'm just looking at patients. Many of us are forced to go privately for necessary MRI scans and everything else. And, like, what about the mental torture on the rest of us waiting, you know, um, for a multitude of reasons? You know, what, so what in other words, what you're saying to me is you're not completely disagreeing with it, but it's last on the priority list as far as you're concerned, because yeah. because it's not going to be the cause of somebody's death. No, no. Like as I said, the cancer patient, patients have missed out. Like even when my daughter, I as I told you before, we had to go and um, she scoliosis. We were forced to go to England, but in order to get some of the tests in time, we had to go privately. Mm-hmm. And, and those things and to you would be more would be higher on the priority well, list. Just, well, I'm just giving you an example. No, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. worse than me, or worse than her, like. And I, we saw them on the TV. Like, I'm the lucky one. Well, okay, well, well, let me just, well, let me just put that to Mary. Mary, she does make a good point. There are many things that are not paid for by the state, which would be, people may consider higher on the priority list than having a baby which doesn't already, is not already in this world, so to speak. And I, and I do get that. And, yeah, we, and yeah. we don't have an endless pool of money. No, and I, I can, like, I'm not disagreeing that there are other things that are uh, higher up on the priority list. You know, it's a matter of saving somebody's life or paying for IVF. I mean, I, I couldn't argue that the priority should come to the one that's most in need. However, for the people or the couples who are going through, you know, the infertility problems, for them it is absolutely their priority and as can affect mental health um, cause huge amounts of depression, suicide, suicide. I mean, so I, 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 don't, I can't disagree with her, but nobody is saying that it is priority number one. What we're saying, well, my point is that they did come out and say that they would make this available and four years later nothing has happened not going to impact me, but there are loads of ladies who are in the position I was in 10 years ago mm-hmm. who don't have the financial ability. Don't so have you're saying there's an inequality. In other words, you can have a baby as long as you can afford it. And that, that's, and well, I, you will argue as well that people who unfortunately can't have children will sometimes adopt and only those who can afford to adopt can adopt, of course, because you must do it from abroad now. So that again is expensive as well. 
Uh, and it does come down. Somebody else texts in and says, Niall, having a baby is not a human right. Unfortunately, there are women out there. I have a good friend who is desperately trying to have a baby, but unfortunately can't and has been told she can't. Uh, she has to go through the IVF uh, treatment as well. They're now currently saving. It may take a few years. Um, another person says, um, I don't think the government should be funding anyone's fertility treatment, let alone IVF, which actually has quite low success rates and basically takes advantage of people who are so desperate to have kids that they, they get themselves into huge debt to do so. Well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Sam as well. Sam, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sam? Oh, sorry, Sam. Did I not switch you on there? I do apologise. Hold on, Sam. Somebody switched over my lines. I do apologise. Go ahead, Sam. You're grand, you're grand. How are you doing? Good, Sam. Should we be funding IVF? Um, to be totally honest, I think we should be putting something towards it. Like, as the point was made, I'm just coming there to the show the last couple of minutes and I came in where they were kind of saying... Like, if we're funding abortion, then why aren't we funding IVF? And I think that's a very fair point to make. Well, obviously, the person who texted him was pro-life, I I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, whether they are or not, do you know what I mean? Like, the way I kind of look at it is, if someone can make a decision for their life and say, look, you know, I don't want this pregnancy, I don't want this kid, and that's a decision that they want to make for them, that's fine. But it's the very same on the other end of the spectrum then where there are those of us who want a child yes you know what I mean and for that um, firstly for Mary to come on and share her story it gives those of us that are struggling or maybe don't kind of have you know answers and that that we were hoping for um, thank you for sharing your story because it does give a give her a hope but and, and are you are you in the same situation Sam too if you don't mind me asking I'm, I have endometriosis um, so but it's it, infiltrating endometriosis so okay. it's highly associated with pain and infertility and that okay um, so at the moment in terms of me and having kids there's a big question mark over my head and I've got to go through treatments and that to find out you know kind of what route is going to be best for me and IVF is it, it is a possibility for me okay and the price is probably the scariest thing about that. Well, I'm scared. Well, I mean, I didn't realise until I spoke to Mary how actually how expensive it is because I'm looking online and I'm seeing, you know, between three and five it's grand crazy. and then the drugs afterwards. And then Mary talks about 20,000 yeah. euro. Yeah. So to be honest, I kind of knew or like the ballpark figure I had in my head was like 16 to 20 grand. Um, That's mental, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. And like for people to turn around and go, Ash, would you not just get IVF? Grand. I'll be 20 grand and I will. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it's the mental health thing is just something I want to touch on there where Marion said like you know it's not a priority and it doesn't affect your mental health it's not going to cause anyone to, to but die. I, no I didn't I didn't think, I don't think she said it wouldn't affect your mental health because she does know no, somebody in that situation. Yeah. But nobody is going to die from it. Yeah. I'm going to bring mental health into that because firstly we're not saying it's the most important priority. Of course it's not but for some of us it is a huge priority and it, it, there's things called depression and suicide. That I'm sure if somebody was in such a, di- a bad situation over their fertility or whatever, how do we know that they won't just send their own life? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, and I do understand, although I'm a man, I, I do understand how important no, it is for a woman to want to have a child. I do understand that. Yeah, like if the only thing in life you ever wanted was to be a parent and someone said to you, you can't be a parent, you know, you're not going to do that naturally. And like I know there's adoption, there's other ways out there. But for some people, that's to be all and end all. And we can't honestly turn around and say, nobody in the country could ever take their own life because of fertility. Of course you couldn't say that. Yeah, like, no. I know it's the whole aspect of fertility 
it 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 affects my mental health. There are days when it's and can I can I ask you, Sam, how old you are? I, I don't I don't know. Thirty one. I've just turned thirty. Okay, you're 31. still a, still a young woman, and the biological clock is still ticking away there. Okay, so you, it is. But as the guy needs to have said to me, like your clock is ticking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you need to start thinking about it now, now. Of course, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now is the time where we're like, okay, we need to to get the ball rolling. Do you know what I mean? Like we've we've waited long enough. And and are you in a financial? Do that. you think you're going to be in a financial position to do that if needs be? Out for IVF, absolutely not. Okay, so no, you're going, so you're going to be basically remortgaging, borrowing, all sorts of carry on, yeah, just to yeah, do it. That's, that's what we would be looking. As Mary, to Mary took up a second job. Out. God bless her. She took up a yeah, second no, job. No, Desperation. That's the thing. Like, it's probably something that I'm going to have to do. And like, if it is, well, maybe Mary could give you a few <laughs> tips. On, unfortunately, but 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 I mean, well, Simon Harris did say two years ago they were going to make this fund available. It just hasn't materialized. Like a lot of things they say up in that that. Yeah, and, and the other problem with this funding is, again, there'll be inequality because most likely this funding will only be for people who earn under a certain amount of money. So, like, I, you may not fit into that category. Like, for example, when you look for grants for colleges, it's under 34,000 or whatever it is that you can't earn more than that or you're not available. So, yeah. that, you may not be in that category. You might be just over it. So you'll still have to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm, and I'm sure with everything that they bring in, you know, that, that wouldn't be a surprise at all to know that there'll be all of these kind of catch situations in it. Mm. Uh, but like that, it would be nice, especially after a couple of years of being told it's something they're thinking about. Yeah. It would be nice. Well, maybe we should have public IVF clinics rather than having them all private because I think they all are private. Maybe they should, should be publicly run too. It's not a bad idea, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, look, if we can fund other stuff, we can certainly fund that. I do understand how important, I mean, I'm not going to write it off, I do understand how important it is for a woman to have a baby if she wants to have a baby and she can't. I understand, you know, that can be ve- that can be devastating, you yeah, know? it can, like, you know what I mean? Because it's a maternal instinct, isn't it? In most women, I think, you know, without being sexist. It is a maternal instinct. And by the way, I'm not writing off lads as well here, by the way. Guys, I know there are men out there who, are, who desperately want to be a father as well, you know? Yeah. But there are, you know what I mean, of course, like, yeah. they work both ways, and mm. that's why I think a lot of people kind of look at IVF and go, you know, I, a woman is mad to have a baby, but there's a man involved in that too. Yep, you know what I mean? absolutely. Well, well, listen, I, I wish both, Mary, I know your child is 12 years of age now, good luck and congratulations, all right, and I wish you both well, <laughs> and I wish you well too, Sam, in your, in your future ventures, and I hope it all works out for you, all right? Thanks very much. All right, okay, thanks yeah. very much to both of you. All right, loads and loads of people still texting in about that, though. Um, Niall, I understand what those women are going through and it is heartbreaking to listen to but in saying that I still don't think it should be taxpayer funded uh, I do believe that is their problem and they need to deal with it that's a little bit heartless now because not everybody I see what I get is I get what you're saying and yes it shouldn't be the taxpayer's responsibility to pay for somebody else to have a child I get all that but in saying that the problem is the inequality in it and the inequality in it is if you're wealthy and you can afford it it's not a problem because you can afford it. But if you're not wealthy and you have an, you're an average person with an average job, well, then there's an inequality to it, isn't there? Because, you know, you're an average person with an average job. And as Mary pointed out, it's 20 grand. Where are you going to get the money from? It's like buying a bloody house, for God's sake, or a nice big car or something like that. And I'm sure those people would much prefer the baby to the car. Neve, how are you doing? You're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How's things? Fine, how are you? Good, Neve. Now, you spend 65,000 euro on IVF. Yeah. My God. Yeah, we did. Maybe I just didn't, at the start of the show, I just didn't understand the gravity and the cost of this. 
So that's just, it, though. Like, yeah. I mean, people don't understand. Like, people look at these brochures and think, oh, 3,000, 5,000. But then when you get into the nitty gritty, yeah. um, everything is added onto it. That's just literally your bog standard kind of. 65? Yeah. Like and and by the way, I want I want to just go back a little bit, okay? So okay. when was it first that you thought about, you know, I'd like to have a baby? When, what age were you when, when? I was actually quite young, to be honest with you now. Like, I mean, I kind of wanted to be a young mammy, so I had my house. And about 25, I said, okay. Like I to have a baby. Like to have a baby. Yeah. Um, and I started trying, and two years went by and nothing. So then I ended up going to um, the clinic. Okay. And... Oh, well, obviously to my GP, and she was like, "Look, if nothing happens, okay, I'm going to have to go down." And the road with you, that. both you and your partner would have, obviously have to go and have a look and see. Who, I'm not saying that you get blame, tested, yeah, so. to get tested, yeah, to find out yeah, where the problem, where the problem is. The, the, and the problem, problem was on my side. Okay, we did both get tested. Yeah, the problem was on my side, um, and of course, I then was 27 going into one of these clinics and. I can remember my like first round of it, and the nurse was like, "Oh my God, you're the youngest client uh, we've ever had here. This is going to work for you." First go, so okay. she skipped out, skipped, and of course. And how much? How much initially was that? By the way, to, to have the first round. First round, you're kind of looking at about eight thousand. Okay, and by the way, were you broken hearted at the thoughts that it was even a trauma to have a baby? But that's it. Like yeah. you know that way. Like yeah. no one. Like, I was listening to people there saying, oh, well, this, and look, I get it as well. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, if you have a sick person, you have a sick person. But, you, like, me, essentially, I had a defect. I was born with a defect. So why is my defect any less? Well, I suppose their argument was it, it's not it's not going to cause the end of your life. Unfortunately, well, it stops you from having a baby. I know from a mental health point of view. I get it. I get that's it. it. And that's why I did text, because I hear that girl saying, like, her mental health and stuff like that. Like, my husband went severe depression because everyone only thinks it about the woman. Yeah, and he wanted to be a daddy. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. You know that way? So, like, yeah, the fourth go we went and it didn't happen and then, like, the second time will happen. So we ended up having seven goes. Seven goes, okay. Seven goes IVF. And, we ended and up was there a point where you were going to give in where you were going to say, ah, look, let's just throw the hat in here. We're not going, this is not going to work for us. Yeah, well, you know what? Like, I literally, I was, 28 years of age and they came to me and no sorry I was 29 and they were like you're actually infertile and I thought my world like I was on the phone they don't even bring you in to tell you these things yep. I was sitting at home on my own they told me and I thought oh my god like well, we're not like, going to have a baby yeah, and, like, by the way did, did, the, did, the, did the word adoption ever come into your head or was that something oh, that you thought yeah. about yeah, yeah I thought of adoption I thought of even fostering we even had fostering that people come social care workers and yeah and um, there's just a lot like to, yeah, the problem with the fostering is you have to kind of give the baby back and it's not the well, same yeah, really, like, isn't it? you know I know for long term, but the thing is one of you can't work and in this day and age the two of us need to work to be honest you have to pay the mortgage and everything else household. yeah exactly yeah. you know yeah. that way so um so we're taller than fertile, so then I had to end up going to Prague and I got actually a donor egg and then had IVF done through donor egg. Okay. So, okay, so that's, obviously some woman has to donate those eggs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. And for those who don't understand the process, of course, it can be quite intrusive, the process as well. You oh, know what really I mean? intrusive, like now. Yeah, like your I dignity mean, goes out the window, that's for everything, sure. Everything, like everything. Yeah. And like, I can even remember one day I was in a clinic um, and I remember I was I was only in to get blood done and with the head nurse, thank God, she seen me getting up off the sofa and she turned and she was like, are you in for a scan today? And I said, no. 
I'm actually only to get blood. She goes, can I just bring it in and scan it? And because yeah. obviously you're injecting so much hormones and taking hormones like into your body, she just scanned me really quick and they just rushed me. It was downstairs there, like they had a little hospital. And she signed, signed a piece of paper in the in the lift going down saying basically my two ovaries were the size of oranges and if they explode, you're going to die and it's not their fault. Oh, oh, stop. Do you know that way? So, yeah, I know. Okay, so, like, you, so you, I mean, you put yourself through an awful lot just to have a baby. And, and do, I'm assuming you did. And oh, well, by the way, it was. Is there a happy end to the story? There is a happy end. I hope. Of course, I had a little boy. He's congratulations. Four now. Congratulations. The life is like. And you, you know, look at him every day, saying, "Do you realise the trouble you put me through?" I do. Yeah, <laughs> I it was shit. Like, do you know and you know how much like, you cost? <laughs> I know. And then on a Sunday, when you want to lie in, I find it like Jesus. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and sixty-five grand. I mean, I, I don't want to know your personal finances of business, but I'm assuming that you had to borrow that or get a, a mortgage I for that or something. Borrow some. Like my, yeah. my family gave us some. We literally did nothing for years for our work to to pay for this. IDF. Yeah, yeah, okay. And by the way, you look at your little son now, and he was worth every penny, wasn't he? Every single penny, yeah, absolutely. Every single penny. Yeah. But I just do think that the state. I'm not saying they should help you with a hundred percent. Although by the, by times, I'm sure you look at him and say, "I want a refund." Come here, yeah, you. No, <laughs> no, even if they could help fifty percent out, because. Yeah. It's so expensive and people don't of course, no, I know, and I understand that. Now, sixty-five grand would be a lot, and people listening would say, "Well, that's a lot for the state to have to fund." But you're not looking for everything to be paid for. But no. I did suggest earlier on, rather than paying for it, why can't the state set up, you know, public IVF clinics? A hundred percent, Niall. A hundred percent. I mean, why do we have to go privately for these things? Course, only it's like everything in Ireland. Everything is just about money. Arseways, but everything is done you know, arseways. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. You know that way, so and it is, and I always do say like because everyone was always all over me. Are you okay? And my poor husband sank into the depths of depression, had to walk. No, I know. Yeah, I can imagine. He was going to take his life and everything because no one thinks of the poor man. And the other thing as well is we we take childbirth for granted a lot of the time. You know, as fathers and mothers, you know, I have three kids now. They're all grown up and everything else. They're losing the coop and everything else at this stage. But we just take it for granted that you know, actually, we miss us to get pregnant. We'll have a baby in a year's time. You know what I mean? who thought at 25 I tried to have a baby after trying not to have a baby up until that point yeah I mean <laughs> you just assumed you could yeah you just assumed you could my mum had like obviously had children my sister had them and yeah. I was just like, ah, yeah, it's just like, a case of I'll go off the pill or you can stop using yeah. those condoms now and she will have a baby in the next month or two or whatever that'll be grand yeah exactly yeah exactly and it is like and everyone to say to people like but it is a want it's not a need but it's not like it's you can't describe like I, I, I know, but no, there's a, no. I get you. You don't have to explain you know, to me. There's a maternal instinct there. Yeah, it of course. Is. And it's and it's not just oh, I want a child. Like, like you do need. Like if if you do want, not everybody wants children now. But no, if of course. You do it is a need in you. Like if oh, you're yeah. not, you don't feel whole. Like I mean, I'm I so I'm like a different like person now because he's completed every single part of us. Absolutely. And I'm delighted to hear you say that. Listen, yeah. thank you very much for being so honest well, and sharing your story with us. And I appreciate it. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.